welcome back, everyone. It's episode 68 of Murphy's Law. This is Charles Murphy hanging out, as always, with Charles Villanueva. We have got a ton of Spider-Man rumors to dig through, as they have just been absolutely dominating our news feeds for the past week. Um, we're, we're excited to get into all that stuff and think about what it might mean. First, let's check in with Charles and see what he's been up to in the past week. Fine. Yesterday was a pretty crazy, I guess last night was a pretty crazy time for our Discord. As uh, as you may all know, someone fucking leaked some stuff that was, uh, I guess, told in confidence to the, to the Patreon. And, you know, people went crazy over it. And I guess that guy who did it is, um, has kind of lost his mind. Yeah, that was pretty wild. Um, I... I woke up this morning um, about 4 a.m. to go to the bathroom and I checked my phone and I had uh, God knows how many notifications and DMs. And I looked back through Discord and um, there were like a thousand messages that I missed. But yeah, that was that was an interesting thing for us to go through. I, I think in the big picture, Charles and I have talked about it. It's disappointing that people want to want to come and leak that stuff and make themselves look like heroes. But um, in the big picture, it, it just helps um, build our community and helps people know who we are and gets our name out there. So what about the Spider-Man stuff? It's crazy, right? There's so many rumors going on around this movie. Last week was basically just like fucking Spider-Man week. Like day after day, some some new report would come out, some new rumor would, would pop up. So I guess we should dive into it straight up. I guess the biggest one easily is um, the rumor that, you know, the two OG Spider-Mans, Toby and Andrew Garfield, are, are a lot of people have been saying that they've signed on, but I've also seen other sites say that, you know, it's only just the mere interest from the studio, but it's such a huge thing. So what the fuck is happening? What are your thoughts on this? Like, are you excited to see Toby and Andrew return? Like, what, are you even excited to see, you know, these two Spider-Men return, show up in the MCU as a multiverse star? Like, like what are your general thoughts on uh, these two OGs returning? It's it's crazy um, that this is this is happening if it's happening to me. I think it's great to the idea of the multiverse. I I don't know how you felt about it. I I don't know if we've honestly talked about it, but I really actually liked the Spider Verse comics. Um, I, I got into them. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, I uh, into the Spider Verse the animated film is a, just a great movie. It's one of my kids' favorite movies, and I love it. And if they're trying to build something like that in live action i don't blame them i think it's a tough concept to pull off in live action and you have to you have to be careful with with what falls out of it um but if yeah if there's some if there's some sort of live action spider-verse that's being built here where you've got i mean toby i don't even know how old toby is he's got to be four in his 40s at this point so if he's going to be playing that older version of of spider-man um Gar Gar garfield's got to be Shit, he might be in his 30s or 40s too, for all I know. Um, and then pairing them up with Holland and, and him kind of seeing alternate versions of himself and what happens to them. Um, yeah, I think it'd be I think it would be awesome. I'd love to see um specifically, I'd love to see Toby back in the in the suit and just in the role one more time. I think it would be great. Um, and we've already got, you know, uh JK Simmons is back as a different version of J. Jonah Jameson. Jamie Foxx is back as apparently a different version of Electro. So it, it, these rumors certainly tie in with some of these things that we know we're seeing. It's just uh, it's just crazy to think about how big of a deal this film might be if that's where they're going with it. 
once the, like once they put out the trailer and let's say Tobin and Andrew pop up at the end, it's gonna probably gonna break the internet and just yeah. like assuming Spider-Man comes out and every uh, theaters are back, it's gonna destroy the box office. But I mean, the, the whole idea of these two Spider-Man, these two mentors, so to speak, to Peter showing up in the movie. Like my worry again is that it might take away from Peter's, like Tom Holland, Peter Parker's journey through this whole, I guess, him getting outed to the public. Like it's it's kind of cool seeing um these two Spider-Man show up. It's it's nice fan service. It's very it's super nerdy. It's super comic booky. But I hope it doesn't get in the way of um the journey of Tom Holland's Peter Parker because it it you know it's like it's such a personal story him getting. Him getting um outed to this stuff, and now you know Doctor Strange is in the movie, and people presume uh, for Doctor Strange to be the mentor character, similar to Nick Fury and Tony Stark, and now these two Spider Men are showing up. Like, how many fucking mentors does does uh, Peter Parker um, need in this movie, man? People, fans always complain that oh, they're they're shoehorning um these these ancillary Marvel characters just to make just to tie it to the MCU and not focusing on Peter. Like if you put if you put these two Spider-Man in it, I, I I can only imagine those criticisms are only gonna get worse. So I hope they find a way to make it all work out. Like for some reason, I'm I'm also hoping that the roles are essentially gonna be glorified cameos and not full on, you know, full on supporting ensemble cast members. I hope they're that they're just like glorified cameos at some point because again, I don't I don't want them to get in the way of um. Tom Holland, Peter Parker's journey. I have this like fairly wild speculation in my head about how how they could fit in, in a, and especially like as you said, in a small cameo role. Um, and I think it has to do with um, like it kind of ties a lot of these rumors together because that's what I've been trying to do. Um, we we talked about um, on the site, or we we broke the news on the site that there may be some Spider Slayers uh, in in the film, yeah. and and we know that like uh, we'll have to talk more about that in a minute. I just feel like we're going to get to a point here where Peter Holland's Peter is going to make a choice to, to try to walk away from this kind of stuff. Like he's just going to say enough's enough. I've had this horrible, I've had a horrible life here for the past however many years as I've been Spider-Man. I've, I, my uncle died. I watched my friends die. I died and he's going to want to just walk away. And the thought to me that occurs to me is that um, Toby and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man could come into his life in some way and say like, look, that because they've each had horrible shit happen to them, and say, look, this is this is a part of what it is to be this person, to be Spider-Man, and and kind of tie it back into that into that great power, great responsibility theme that always comes back, where Peter's going to want to walk away, Peter's going to have had enough, but when he sees that these other guys have persevered and had these terrible things happen to them, but kept going and and remained the hero, I think I think that's the only way that it makes sense to me to tie it all together, um, that that's the role that those guys could fill for him is to say, look, it's tough, yeah. But you got to keep the mask on. You got to keep doing what's right, and you got to keep being Spider-Man. What are the odds of them showing up? Because in the respective universes, what if they've been outed as well? Like in the years we haven't seen Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, what if in those years someone managed to out them, who they are, and we're seeing them? You know, when, when we see them, they finally know how to deal with it. What are the odds of that happening? Because I kind of want to see. Like, I don't want to see uh, Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire exactly where he where we left off in spider-man 3 or i, I don't want to see you know the, the same peter parker andrew garfield from uh, the amazing spider-man 2 i want to see them 
I guess old and maybe disheveled. Basically, them experiencing life in the in the years we haven't seen them, especially Toby. His last movie was like like thirteen years ago, and for for Garfield, like six years ago. So in those years, a lot of stuff may have happened to those Spider-Man. So I kind of want to see now, now that you're mentioning, you know, them coaching Peter Parker. I kind of want to see. I kind of want to hear about what what stuff they've been through throughout all these years. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that 100%. Like, I, I don't want us to be um, picking up, you know, just moments after they left off. And I don't think that would be the right way to go at all. I think you're 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 dead on with that. Like, we'd need to see Toby, who's had a rough, who's been beaten up and had a rough time. Obviously, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man after the events of Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2, could be in just a horrible place. And who knows what could have gone on in his life. In, in the yeah, six years or so that passed. I think that that's the way to go, though, for sure, is to is to give us the, a look at what their lives have been since then, not at the time that, you know, not pick them up and say, hey, they're both still college students. I don't think that works out. Yeah, but for me, because at the end of the day, I just want to see a really Tom Holland-focused Spider-Man movie. And with the Spider-Slayer stuff, that gives me, I guess, a glimmer of hope that, you know, they may still stick to the storyline, the... um Far from home left off with the with him getting out it. I'm I'm I, like I said in previous podcasts, I hope for a grounded story and the idea that the spider slayers are 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 showing up, it definitely makes a lot of sense. Um Spider-Man's identity gets leaked. Of course, people in power, people have the resource, the crazy Elon Musks of that world who can who can actually create, you know, machines to go after this kid makes so much sense. So I'm excited at the idea of Spider Slayers, um, and I think the last the Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man movie, B.J. Novak was um, playing uh, the kid of um, the Smythe kid. So, yeah, you know, the Spider Slayers have always been in Sony's wish list of, of, of villains to introduce, and I guess it's exciting that we're going to see an expansion of, you know, Spider-Man's rogues galleries with, um, with Smythe. Do you feel the same way about the Spider Slayers? I, I think the Spider Slayers, and I, I a lot of people said this um, in response to the story. A lot of people said, well, this one seems to make more sense than some of the other rumors we've been hearing because it fits in so well with the, the theme that has been developed around Tom Holland's Spider-Man, um, where all these villains are like tech-based villains. And so um, I think between that and the ties of of uh, Spencer Smythe to J. Jonah Jameson, and, and now that we've had jameson reintroduced at the, at the end of the last spider-man and we know that he's kind of out there um leading the charge to to get peter parker brought to justice i think the spider slayers make a ton of sense they're such an old idea i mean it was like amazing spider-man 25 where they first showed up and like you said they've been on sony's wish list but they've never cracked the lineup um and we know that even though we are getting electro back we know that kevin feige has said multiple times that he'd like to put villains and characters in the spider-man movies that we haven't seen done i think all those things make make it make a ton of sense that we could see Smythe and the spider slayers and um yeah it would be it would be really really cool to see peter having to to run away from these things to just think about the kind of action scenes you could have where you've got these these crazy robots chasing them maybe you finally get some really um really iconic look of him swinging through the streets and trying to escape these things as they attack him. I think yeah. it's, I think there's a lot of good possibility there. So, yeah, I mean, this was, this was one where like, I know, I know for sure what's, 
what's going on. There's just a, a little bit of guessing and context I had to fill in. And so I had, I had a couple choices out there to guess. And the, to me, because of all the things we just talked about, the spider slayers make the most sense to fill in the blank for, for this um, antagonist that I know is out to get Spidey. I also mentioned on Slack that having the spider slayers could also streamline the introduction of Scorpion as, um, as a full unsuited bad guy because yeah. the Spider Slayers and J. Jonah Jameson, they've always had some sort of connection. Obviously, Scorpion in the comics, Matt Gargan, he gets hired by Jameson to fucking to, to go after Pete. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Jameson even funds like the whole transformation with, um, with uh, yeah. Matt Gargan becoming Scorpion. So there's a lot of potential with, um, with, uh, with Smythe and developing Spider Slayers. Uh, Shit, you can probably even find a way to introduce like someone like the Beetle through that. Basically, like a tech guy, like Tinker. Like I'm sure Tinker at some point is gonna has to return just just because of his connection to 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 several Marvel villains. So you know, having Smythe definitely streamlines streamlines and possibly ties so much into the Spider-Man world, which is I guess super duper exciting. Uh, also in Spider-Man news. They're apparently casting Miles Morales, which is, I guess, surprising. It's, it's happening this early, but again, not surprising because he's such a beloved character. You unearthed uh, an audition video that what I think could be, I mean, we saw it and I, I thought, like, is that for Miles? So what are your thoughts about Miles casting and could you elaborate on the uh, audition video you you un- uncovered? Yeah, so that, that rumor that Miles being cast came from MCU Cosmic. And I know a lot of people feel the same way as, as what you just said, that it's too early uh, for, for them to bring Miles in. But we know they have Kamala Khan. Um, now those characters have a pretty tight relationship in, in the comics. And so I think, to me, I don't know that it is too early. I think that if you, depending on what direction um, Marvel's going to go, depending on if they have a, a continued pact with Sony moving forward where Miles will get to be a part of the MCU as well, then it's probably the right time to get him to get him introduced so that he can, um, you know, team up with Kamala. And you you would have just I mean, the, the thought of a project with those two teaming up is just going to drive people fans just wild. They're going to be like you said, the Spider-Man movie would break the Internet. If you could put a or break the box office, if you could put uh, Miles and Kamala together in a project on Disney Plus, I mean, the, the, up, the amount of, yeah. of subscription that they would sell for people wanting to, to, to be able to see that would just be insane. Um, so yeah, and the video, the video is interesting because when I first watched it, my initial response was, okay, if this is for for a legit video for Spider-Man Three, if it's an audition video for that and not for some fan film or something, um, my first thought was that, okay, this has to be Miles. Then I watched it, I listened to it more, and if it is Miles, there's really been some big changes to the character um, in terms of like what he does and who his family is. That doesn't mean that every line in the audition video is even is even legit, even if it was a legit video. Um, but it definitely leaves you with the idea that this kid, whoever it is, has been heavily inspired by Peter Parker, Spider-Man, to the point where he's willing to to go against like public opinion on him. And, and the the look on his face when the when in the audition video the breaking news report comes over and says that um, that Spider-Man has died. It's really just reminiscent of of like how uh, of the relationship that they had in the comics and when uh, 
Peter died in the Ultimate Comics, and even when in in the Into the Spider Verse movie, when Peter died and Miles was there, that that kind of vibe comes across in the video. So yeah, this could this could be something. This could be nothing. This could be just some random teenager who's inspired by Peter, or this could be a legit audition video for Miles Morales. I mean, there's there's so little info on it outside of what <laughs> of just the video itself. There's nothing, so it's hard to say. But man, it would be. It would be crazy if that's what we're looking at here already. Uh, just, I don't know, what, five years after, uh, six years after, four, or four or five years after Peter made his debut in the MCU. The Spider-Man games definitely make an argument for, for Peter and Miles coexisting, I guess, very early on in Peter's career. I think in the game, Peter Parker's been in Spider-Man for like three or five years. And he's like, he's um, he's an intern for, for Doc Ock, so he's not yet the college or... He's not at the full on grown ass adult, you know, in the comics and Miles is like just a kid he meets. So there's definitely the argument to be made that it could work. But uh, yeah, like, like I think it, I just want to see Tom Holland grow up before he becomes a mentor. Like we keep talking about him getting mentored by so many people and right, right away he's going to mentor someone else. Like I kind of I kind of want him to, you know, experience life a bit on his own before he goes on to mentoring Miles. But, you know, it's hard to argue against the idea that, you know, you got Kamala, we got America Chavez, which we're going to talk about in a bit. You've got, you know, the Young Avengers, and now you got Miles. You know, you need that Spider-Man sort of core aspect in, in, in that, I guess, this this new generation of Avengers and Miles definitely, I guess, fits that bill, even though Peter is um, st- still feels like a baby as far as, you yeah. know, the adult Avengers team goes. So, you know, there's always an argument to be made for that, and you... When if they if they decide to do it, it's gonna make so much money. It's gonna make so a crap ton of people happy. So it's hard to argue against that. Um, I guess in in this last bit of Spider-Man news, apparently Sony is hyping that they're they're gonna give us a first look in two months in December, which I think is pretty insane. I mean, as far as you know, they just started filming this week, and now they're talking about giving us a first look in two months. You can tell that Sony is just really really riding the hype of all these rumors they're not doing anything to debunk it because they know you know as soon as they as soon as they debunk it all the conversation is going to go out of the window so right. they're really making the conversation happening now and i guess they're super excited that they're confident enough to put out something in two months um what do you think is going to be put out you think it's going to be like a trailer an image maybe the title reveal like what, what are you expecting um in december from sony I think it's it's funny because we know that Sony is always gives away way too much in their trailers. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they blow the whole load in the first trailer on what everything is just because that's Sony. Um, but I mean, at, at the bare minimum, you are going to get the the title, right? Some sort of some sort of reveal of the title. And hopefully if this I mean, I don't, I don't need to see a first look at Doctor Strange and Spider-Man 3. That's not going to do any good for me. But hopefully something, maybe a look at Jamie Foxx's character, what's what's going to be different about him? Or if we are getting a Miles Morales story, can you imagine if they just introduce the actor and give us a look at what the live-action costume is going to look like? Um, that would be all anybody would need, even if they just teased it a little bit with an image. Um, that would just, that would be incredible, and like you, that would that would give us plenty to talk about and give people plenty to talk about carrying over into 2021 and where hopefully we get to start seeing some of these movies again and projects that we've been waiting for. 
Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like it, it's going to be, they are going to have like at least one full month of filming before they'd have to start worrying about cutting together a teaser. So it's certainly something they could do. I think that would be, it's possible, but I don't know that they need to show that much yeah. that early on. That's also assuming filming doesn't get, you know, interrupted by COVID. Right. Like that's a very, very, uh, I guess, confident projection projection that you're going to be able to put something together in, um, in, in, in two months, you know, assuming nothing happens on set, assuming no one gets sick because someone gets sick, that's probably two weeks. That's a two week delay. And that's probably, you know, there's so much, there, there's so much shit you can film in two weeks. So that's going to definitely hurt that uh, December projection. So, you know, good luck to them if they can actually make that, make that, um, date. But I guess we can move on to that second big casting news. They finally got, who, who at least we think is um, America Chavez for Doctor Strange 2. They got Sochi Gomez, if I'm not, you know, butchering that name. It's Sochi Gomez. Uh, she seems like a young, up-and-coming kid. And, yeah, I think I think for the most part, she is playing America Chavez, right? I, I mean, if I've seen so many people are so anti that this the idea that this is her and it's very strange. Like we saw the, the audition tape um, before it was taken down. The the character in the audition tape is clearly America Chavez. She talks about coming from another universe. She talks about her mothers. She talks about being chased by demons. <clears throat> Those are all core parts of, of America's story. Um, a lot of people want this to be Zelma Stanton, who's like a librarian that um, for Dr. Strange, that makes even less sense. Um, considering none of those things that I just talked about are part of Zelma's story. Um, and, and, you know, people say that she's too young uh, to be America. Well, she's 14 now. And if they want to have her in the Young Avengers for the next 10 years or so, you got to assume it's going to be two years before she even starts filming some sort of Young Avengers project. So we don't, we don't know anything about it yet. So it's at least two years away. So there she is at 16, maybe 17. I don't know when her birthday is. And then all of a sudden, is she is she too young? I think that's the perfect age. So it's it's strange to see all these people say like, oh, it's it's Zelma, or maybe here here's one of my favorite ones. No, this is an original character who just so happens to have all the same characteristics as America Chavez. Why in the fuck would you create an original character who's just like America when you could just use America? None of those things make sense. So yeah, I have no idea who she is. I'm, like no one's confirmed to me. Hey, this is she's who she's playing, but. All the evidence leads every leads me to believe that she's playing America. Yeah, I mean, how old is America in the comics? Mm, it, probably kind of undetermined, but she's a teen. She's in her late teens, and you know, she's an alien, so I don't know how they age. She's a lot. A lot of people had issues with um, with casting and the, and the girls' ethnicity and everything. Um, America's an alien in the comics; like, she doesn't have an ethnicity. She's from a different universe and a different planet. So, I mean, there's, there's that, there's that, if you guys want to fight about it, you can fight about what type of alien she is. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, she, she would be late teens. It would be my guess. I, I think she's, um, maybe into her early twenties by the, with the way that they're doing the aging of that group of characters at this point. Yeah. Plus you also got to remember that comics tend to exaggerate, um, a character's age because of how they're, how they're, how they're drawn, how they're. How they're inked, how they're depicted, basically. So sometimes you see you see someone who looks like way way older for their age, and then you find out they're they're like fucking fifteen. So I think it's perfectly fine that they 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 cast this a fourteen year old girl to play 
America, like when when Doctor Strange comes out, she'd probably be in the right age finally to to actually, you know, I guess be in the Young Avengers with with everyone else. So I think it's perfectly fine, like like you said. Like I don't see why uh, people are fucking losing their shit over it. Because you have to have something to argue about. There's certainly a lot of people who want to be contrarians just to be contrarians. Like they don't have any good reason behind it. They just want to argue because it's the other side of an argument. Yeah. Uh, I think we're down to our last um, talking point. It's a slow news week for Marvel stuff. Falcon of the Winter Soldier, they cast Danny Ramirez. I don't know who he is, but they cast Danny Ramirez in a pivotal role for the show. Uh, you wrote something about You also wrote something about another actor getting cast. But uh, basically, what are your thoughts about Danny Ramirez getting cast? I know a lot of people think he's uh, playing Joaquin Torres, who is the... Um, I guess the successor of Sam Wilson in the Falcon Mantle, but I think I personally think that he could be anyone. He could basically be um, some guy they have to save in an episode because the I think Deadline reported that he was for a pivotal role, and pivotal could mean anything at this point. It could be like the scientist they save, someone they save, a bad guy. Some guy that gets kidnapped by the bad guy, so it's all over the place. But what are who do you think Danny Ramirez is playing? Yeah, I think there's just so it's it's a a little bit overblown that he's got to be um, Joaquin Torres. I mean that uh, that's a really big jump to to get to him already in this already very packed show. Um, not to mention how crazy the backstory is behind how Torres becomes Falcon. Um, I don't see them having enough time to set that up. It, but who knows? Like you said at this point, um, just because he's in the show doesn't mean he has to be a hero or a villain. He could be, like you said, uh, a, a scientist guy who's maybe working on the serum. He could be someone who's, uh, you know, we know that there's um, the G2020 or whatever, the G20 for 2023 expo thing or um, meeting going on in New York City. He could be someone who's, an important political figure from from a from another country from wherever. I have no idea. There's just a lot of options. Um, I do know when I when I saw that the other um, Tyler Flores was cast, and I was like, oh man, here we go. They were casting. A, they wanted to cast a, a Latino or Hispanic actor for a, for a key role. I was like, this is him. And then two days later, Danny Ramirez comes out. Or the news comes out that Danny Ramirez is in the show. And I thought, like, okay, maybe this is actually the guy because he is a little older, and maybe he's he's fitting this this key role that I've been, been trying to find since last year. I have no idea. I mean, there's so many things going on in the show. Um, like we think we think the grapplers might be here. We think it might set up the Thunderbolts. There's a possibility of like um, we've seen a bunch of graffiti on things that make people think the Flag Smashers in it. That maybe the Serpent Society's in it. There's so many different ideas. And so it's really hard to pin down who this guy could be without any real info. All right, that does it for episode 68, everyone. Please make sure to tune in next week for the record-setting episode 69. Uh, just a, a crazy, crazy ride that it's been. Um, I think we're going to try to put something together really special for next week's episode 69. Um, so, so that does it for us. Hope you guys are doing well and continue to stay safe. Um, this is Charles Murphy signing off, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.